2: Hey gang, welcome back to Out of Bounds. I'm Phil. As always, I'm joined by my main man, Kyle. Kyle, what's going on?
3: What's going on, buddy? Uh, week, what, five now? Jesus. Yeah, it, it, weird, right? Yeah, it seems like yesterday we were just getting ready for football. USFL was ending and, you know, we, we couldn't wait for NFL and college to come around. And now it's going too fast. It's going way too fast for me.
2: It's like those kids growing up is what I'm what I'm told. I actually have no idea, but you have like...
3: 14 kids, so is yeah, it the same yeah. thing? Yeah, it goes by um I mean NFL's worse because like I don't want it to go by as fast. Um I want my kids grown. I want grown ass fucking people helping me.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. Like yeah. Just rooting them on home till their eighteenth birthday and get out. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I mean listen, at least like, you know, ten or eleven where they can help do shit around the house. You know what that I mean? That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. To where like, I can get some sleep at nighttime. I get it. I get it. You got some heavy
2: bags under your eyes. Right yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a tired bitch. That's for damn sure.
2: <laughs> well, you look great, Kyle. I notice you're sitting in your car, uh, which means I guess the family's home today. So the Gen Nation should rejoice that you have found a quiet corner of the world to come to us.
3: Yeah, you know, anytime uh, I don't have you know forty-seven kids screaming in my ears, I'm trying to talk football. Uh, it, that's a good. That's a good period of time for me. So, let's. You know, I'm I'm ready to get into it.
2: Yeah. Now, I, if we would have had any of your forty-seven kids picking games for us last week, it probably would have turned out better than us actually
3: picking games. What a terrible week. Yeah. Weird week. Um. We saw a lot of uh, a lot of change. This is why usually when when you know in our history, anytime I've bet, I usually wait till after week four, because this is when you start to see the teams really kind of become themselves, especially you know out of the preseason. A lot of teams don't even take it seriously, so some of the better teams, uh, you know, or some of the teams that are going to be better throughout the year, really start to hit a little bit of a stride. Um, you know, some of the games that you that you kind of see you know, early on that you weren't really expecting, you know, like a, like a Colts beating the Chiefs, you know what I mean? It's that, that's a game, you know, really shouldn't have happened. Maybe, you know, the Colts cover, but I mean, a straight out, you know, win, that might be something that, you know, you're not normally ready to see. Uh, You know, it's it's, those things that usually start to, you know, fix themselves after week four. And, uh, you know, usually I don't bet for the first four weeks. I just kind of you know, take in what's going on, kind of learn the teams a little bit, see who's doing what, and then I can make, you know, a little bit more of a educated guess of, of where we're going to be. But, uh, you know, that's not what we do here. We bet the board. And, uh, you know, there's one thing I can take from the game so far. It's that uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are the best team in football.
2: Oh, man, crazy, right? I mean, who would have thought a-, a month ago we'd be sitting here talking about the Eagles being the best team in the NFL? I mean, I knew that their schedule was easy. Um, and I was mentally preparing myself for Eagles fans on, on the radio to just be fired up about how good they were, but I mean, they're actually good and, yep, you know, and it, and it hurts a little bit more because the Colts are actually bad. So not only is your team good, but my team stinks. So it's just like a, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a, it's a rough, a rough go here. And, and, you know, it's not like the Irish are any good either. So I'm, I'm kind of having a. a poor fandom year you
3: know yeah listen I I I get it I mean the good news for us is that uh I mean good news for me as well but for for you is that Sixers basketball is coming up here pretty soon and uh the Sixers are no joke
1: this team
3: this team is good they're 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 number four in uh you know I know we we handle pro football focus but there's a basketball one as well and the basketball one has them ranked four in the power rankings
2: that's cool, man. Nobody gives a shit about basketball right now, though. I just want to let you know.
3: I'm just trying to show you a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel that's draped with the blood and, and severed limbs of Colts everywhere. Yeah, yeah
2: but I would um, – I prefer a bad football season to a good basketball season. You know? Oh, for sure. I, for sure. I, would, I, I don't mind being miserable on Sundays because there's NFL football. I don't give yeah. a shit about the sectors until there's no more football. So. So, yeah, there you go. All right, so tonight, I will probably get to witness the Colts lose again. Uh, they are heading to Denver uh, to take on the Russell Wilson and uh, and the Broncos. so what what are we what are we looking for tonight? I mean, Jonathan Taylor is out. this uh, Colts offensive line stinks. Matt Ryan fumbles if you breathe on him. How do the Colts stay within the number here or or is this just a a runaway from the Broncos?
3: Uh, they stay within the number by having the ability to play good defense. Okay. Um, if there's one thing that the that the Broncos have struggled with, it's scoring. Um, their defense has been, you know, pretty fantastic, top five defense quality uh, throughout the year. The, the biggest thing is going to be uh, the Colts getting pressure on Russell Wilson, and them kind of keeping him off balance a little bit. Um, you know, we've talked about it, we've gone through it. I guess that Russ is kind of, uh, you know, dealing with a little bit of a, of of a wing injury. Um, you know, I'm not quite sure what's going on. Uh, you know, I've seen, you know, some varying reports of, of, you know, just some, some shoulder tightness maybe, or, or some, you know, nothing too serious, but you know, there's no reason. You know, Javante Williams is on the IR now. He's out for the season. You know, you got Melly Mel Gordon coming back in. Uh, a little bit of Tim Boone action, which I'm actually expecting a uh, Tim Boone to, to, to maybe look pretty good in that game. Uh, but another thing that I think is going to happen over the next couple of weeks is I think Latavius Murray, who was, who was just brought on, you know, there is, is might take over this job. Um, he's kind of been a journeyman, but everywhere he's gone – um, I remember in San Fran, you know, not too long ago, he was brought in and, and he looked pretty good. Um, Melvin Gordon just doesn't seem to have it anymore. He kind of hit that running back wall. Uh, you know, he's, he's decent, you know, to get a few things, a nice little change of pace, but you know, I, I think Latavius Murray over the next couple of weeks, once he has his playbook a little more wrapped around, I think he's going to end up taking the lion's share. Uh, but that's not going to be this week. I think this week's going to be a lot of Melvin Gordon, a lot of Tim Boone, um, You've always been there, a Tim Boone guy. I have, you know. Um, you tried you to know, talk
2: me into getting a, a matching Tim Boone tattoo with you, but I declined.
3: Yeah, which, I mean, realistically, nobody's going to see your lower back. So you should have just did it.
2: You're right. You're right. Uh, hey, but listen, Melvin Gordon, his he is on borrowed time in that, that Broncos backfield. Um, yeah. He's got four fumbles this year on 37 carries. So once every nine times you hand this guy the ball, he's putting it on the ground. That's crazy. He's always had fumble issues. Um, I mean, he's got 25 in his career,
3: 18 lost. So, I mean, but, but his ability, his ability throughout, you know, his career was you took those fumbles, you know what I mean? Because that guy, that guy could, could handle, you know, a workload and be a workhorse back and he scored and he ran just as well as anybody in the league, but now, you know, he doesn't have that ability anymore. So, you know, you talking about his fumbles is, is it's huge.
2: Yeah. Yep. So I, uh, I would imagine that maybe him and Matt Ryan cancel each other out tonight because they, they're both, they're both pretty shitty, uh, you know, in the ball security department. So, you know, maybe they cancel each other out and they both have a couple boneheaded plays.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I could see it. Um, here's, I, I'm not quite sure where where you're feeling on the game. Um, if you want, you can go first, or, or I can give you kind of where I'm at here. after it, buddy. It's not going to so, change my mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is where I'm at. Um, I don't really believe in what Denver has happening yet. I don't really believe, you know, offensively. I don't mm-hmm. believe it yet. Um, I'm still worried about it. I think the Colts are... Even though they've been bad, they're still in the running for this for this division. There is no reason to pack it in yet. There is no reason to even panic at this point. If anything, you're panicking over your own play, but not about the division. Um, it's 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 not like that. I mean, you're not going to get a uh, a wild card team out of this division. So if you're in this division, you need to win it. Uh, the Eagles taking care of the Jags this past week was really, really big. Uh, the loss of the Titans hurts, but I think the Colts are a good enough team to kind of meddle around here and, and make something happen. I think without the reliance on Jonathan Taylor to really, you know, break everything home and to get him his touches, make sure he gets the ball. I think that opens things up for Matt Ryan a little bit, um, I'm actually expecting a better game out of Matt Ryan this week than, than we've seen so far. Uh, He's, he is one of those guys who can just be a gamer when you need him to be. And I, 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 you know, maybe I'm crazy here, but I'm actually, I I feel the Colts money line here um, in a little bit of an upset. I know that Thursday games, everybody's, you know, all the home teams win. It's short week. You got to go out there and, and play Denver at home. It's it's a it's a rough you know time f- switch and and things, but you know, you got Frank Wright coaching for his job, maybe you got mm-hmm. Matt Ryan playing for you know whatever longevity he has left in this league. Uh the whole team you know revolves around Jonathan Taylor. So anytime you know a player like that is out, you really have to beef up the rest of your team. Everybody's kind of gonna be on their, their P's and Q's. Uh, Javante Williams is, is not the same type of back as Jonathan Taylor. Uh, he doesn't mean the same amount to his team. So I think you're going to get a little bit of rallying the troops for the Colts here today. Um, and that's where I'm going to go. I'm going to go, uh, Colts money line here for, for a unit.
2: Okay. I like it. I like it. Cause I'm, I'm on the Colts as well. Uh, the money line I can find you. The best I see is 158. So not bad. That's over at FanDuel. Uh, I'm not as brave as you. I'm going to take the three and a half. The three and a half is market wide. And the best I see is MGM minus 115. So I'm going to take the Colts for one unit on the spread plus three and a half. The total I see is at 42 and 42 and a half. Do you like anything
3: here? Uh, you know what? It's, it's a little bit crazy here. Um, You know what I'm, I'm actually going to do here is I'm actually going to double up. I'm going to take a half unit on the the Colts with the points as well. Um, I do like that three and a half. Um, that'll, I, I really like to coat the Colts to win this game outright, but um, I'm going to, I'm going to take them both because I, I think worst case I'm, I'm, I'm losing only half unit, but best case I'm winning one and a half here, plus a little bit extra on that money line. Um, so I'm going to take a half unit on them as well with the three and a half, but here's the over under issue this is supposed to be a defensive game. Anytime I feel like you see a game that's supposed to be defensive or a game that's supposed to be offensive, it goes the opposite way. Correct. I always feel like that happens. Um, I'm leaning over. I'm not going to touch it, but I'm leaning the over here. Um, I think that this game could easily be like a 28-24 game, you know, a 31-28, 31-30 type deal. Um these teams are fighting. Both of them are fighting for not only relevancy, but but fighting to stay in it in both of their divisions. This is going to be a hard fought game. And even without Williams and Taylor, both of these offenses still have a little bit of pieces around them. I mean, Michael Pittman has really, you know, smacked me in my mouth when I called him not a number one. Uh, he looks like a legitimate wide receiver threat out there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I and Denver has. You know, that's what's so baffling about them is that they have a ton of weapons out there. Um, I, I don't understand it. I, I don't know if it's Russ. I, I lay a lot of blame on the head coach. I think the head coach is a frigging dipshit. Um,
1: there it is. I,
3: I, I think he should be fucking fired already. I, he's he's a, a fucking smacked ass. He, I mean, he can be attributed to two losses for this team already. Um, you know, I, I just don't – I don't believe him. Um, I know, I know Russ and the gang kind of figured it out a little bit. Russ played really well last week, two passing touchdowns, one rushing. Um, but the Raiders defense is, is, is minuscule compared to what, you know, uh, the Colts are going to throw out there. And on a short week, I'm not expecting the same type of production, but listen, they can score, you know what I mean? And, and, and the defense has shown that it, it can give up points, you know, it's, you know, I, I think that we're gonna see a little bit over, so I'm leaning the over here. I wonder if he had a play.
2: I do not. I do not I do not I d I don't I don't play too many too many totals. This feels like an under game, but I hate the number at 42. I wish it was like 44 and a half, and then I'd be like, Yeah, I can I can do that. This yeah. just doesn't give me enough value, so I'm gonna stay off.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time.
0: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
1: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
2: But while you were talking, I uh, put into a little checklist here all the the player props that I like. And... uh, I figure maybe I'll run them past you and see what you think. Okay. All right. So obviously Thursday night, everybody out there is putting together same game parlays and all that stuff. And while those are awesome for the books, you know they're they're tough on the better sometimes. So these are some of my targets. Maybe it can help you out. Uh, for any time touchdown scorer, I'm looking at just a half unit play on Michael Pittman plus 180. I think uh, I think he's the the main bitch tonight you know the main the main target he should get gonna, a lot tonight yeah and then i'm going to take another little half half unit on mo alley cox this is a uh he has always been like a red zone threat and i think without jt there uh you know in the the short yardage situations that maybe maybe old mo alley cox can be the beneficiary of of some extra targets tonight. and that's a plus 390 so that's a, a half a unit to make nearly Two units, so I, I think that's worth a little sprinkle, and then uh, finally, my third one, Jerry Judy plus one ninety five uh, for another half unit. So I'm going to play half unit on all these guys. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't.
3: I mean, the only one that I'm I'm not huge on is Michael Pittman, um, just because certain uh, is a is a really good corner. Um, he might spell trouble down there in the red zone. Michael Pittman's not a guy who really, you know breaks really long yak catches or anything like that. He's more of a possession guy. He's more of a Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's gonna be tough down there in that red zone for Matt Ryan to see him. I, I think they're gonna shade a safety probably to Pittman as well. Um, I that being said, I I I love the Mo Alley Cox one. Um, that's the one that that I would be on as well. Because I think that that's that's their guy down there. Yeah, man. You know what I mean. Matt Ryan loves his tight ends. Um, he loves the ability to throw to them, and I think that's their. I think that's their, their main bitch down in the red zone. Um, Bingo. You know, I, I I think that, and he's, you know, we we talk about. It. I know he's a tight end. I know he's big, and he's you know deceptively fast. But you know what he is? He's 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 really really quick and nimble down there. It's a weird, uh, kind of kind of thing to watch him in the red zone because he gets loose and it's it's weird to see n- like not an elite tight end get loose in the red zone would you say he's got a quick twitch you know what i would
2: call it a quick twitch. there it is i've been waiting like yeah. five weeks to get quick twitch into the show
3: okay so that was your that was your vocab word
2: yeah i wanted to get that i wanted to work that in and you you missed out on rolodex last yeah week.
3: well you know i you know, as I was flipping through my Rolodex, mm-hmm. I I realized that, you know, your vocab word was quick twitch. Great. Well, I'm flipping through my Rolodex. <laughs> I have four
2: more plays here. Four more. Uh, oh, okay. Rolodex.
3: Lay yeah. them on me. All
2: right. Cool. So I'm taking Jerry Judy over four and a half grabs at plus one thirty five. I feel like that's ridiculous value.
3: Yeah, and I, I I think th- I mean they're they're gonna they're gonna throw to him. Yeah, they're gonna let gonna, Russ go.
2: And then I'm going to pair that with over 52 and a half yards
3: for Jerry Judy as well. So are you thinking uh, a little Jerry Judy straight up parlay? No. Of all. I don't don't like, I don't like parlays.
2: I'm playing them both straight. I don't, I don't see any reason to parlay these together. Okay. And then I'm going to take Melvin Gordon under 74 and a half rushing and receiving yards. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean he fumbled last week he fumbled twice the week before <laughs> so I'm thinking I'm thinking maybe he puts it on the ground and that's the end of it
3: yeah I mean the the, the biggest issue that I think the thing that's gonna decide that is going to be the the team's uh trust in 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 Boone realistically I mean I trusted him enough to put a tramp stamp of his name on my back that's true so I mean I feel like they should trust him but realistically if they trust Boone, Gordon's going to be on a short, short leash.
2: Yeah. Um, well, I'm just And okay. I, I
3: do expect Latavius Murray to get a couple carries.
2: I I, I just hope that uh, Melvin fumbles it in, like, pregame warm-up. Like, oh, he looked at me wrong and I dropped it. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, get your yeah. ass on the bench. Okay. Then, All right. And the last one I have here is Michael Pittman over five and a half receptions.
3: Okay. Yeah, like I said, I, I, I worry about the Pittman connection here just because of uh, – you know, certain is is probably gonna shadow him and I, I think that they I think they're gonna put a a, a safety over top. I, I don't think they want Michael Pittman to beat them. Yeah. I think they're gonna say, hey, listen, beat us with Mo Alley Cox and whatever other, you know, sister of the blind you have out here at the receiving core. Now that you know Jonathan Taylor's not there, they don't have to put eight men in the box. You know what I mean? They can keep a guy an extra guy out. So um, you know, my my uh, props are going to be, uh, the over on the yardage of mm-hmm. the running backs for, um, Indianapolis. I got to look at it and see, I mean, you got it right there, right? Can you tell me what the, what the over is?
2: Yeah, pal. Uh, we can do, let's see, rush yards. Uh, Philip Lindsay, 38 and a half. Naeem, yeah, I'm going over. Naheem Hines, 37 and a half.
3: Yeah, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go. What's Naheem Hines is, uh, receiving what do you have out of that um yeah he's a he's a good pass catching
2: back 29 and a half that is
3: yeah so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go over phil Lindsay, rushing yards and i'm mm-hmm. gonna go over naheem hind uh receiving yards for the game love it um our last so that's where i'm at how about our last colts ball carrier
2: matthew iceman ryan over one and a half yards um, you don't have to play that. I'm just kidding. Pat.
3: I'm leaning under, <laughs> Yeah, but he's so fleet of foot. I know it's, you know, and you know what that is when anytime you have something like that, it might even be good to put a quarter unit on because, or even a half unit, honestly, I mean, the play that I feel like I've seen more over the last two years than I've ever seen before is this quarterback sneak. So yeah. I, I, and, and, you know, a guy as big as Matt Ryan with a, as good of a line as the Colts have, I mean, it's easy to grab two yards on a carry like that. Um, so uh, honestly, I might even throw a half minute on me over there and hope for a fourth and short. You're sick. You're a sick fuck. That's true.
2: And I love that about you. Yeah. All right, pal, let's wrap this thing up.
3: Yeah. I, 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 you know, I'm just excited to see a, a, a good, a good game. I feel like I'm going to the track tonight with all the horses that's on the pocket field, but, uh, of you know, cause of the Brokers. Colts and Broncos. Yeah. 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 Gosh, so <laughs> I knew you would like that. Um, yeah. but yeah, uh, I'm excited for the game tonight. I'm, I hope it's going to be a good one. And, uh, I know we'll be back soon with with the weekend with the weekend trip here and you know make sure you get in the book club follow it and uh you know we got our our out of bounds degen gear out. Uh, I already got mine I don't know if you got yours but I've worn my sweatshirt about 13 times already in about 6 days. I thought I and, smelled uh, something over here. Yeah. Yeah, so it's uh you know it's it's good gear. It's it's good good logo and I'm uh, I'm happy about it.
2: Yeah, it is a pretty pretty friggin sweet logo we got you did all right with that man you know thank you yeah but anyway yeah join the book club the dgens.net three-day free trial we've got lots of racing picks out right now and we have again beat the market in closing line value and it's only thursday so that's pretty cool um but yeah check that out
3: kyle Adios, muchachos.
0: Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McKrispie Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day.